Hey Jeff. Hey Eric. How are you? I am great. How are you? Doing well, thank you. We have a busy week already, and it's only I, I'm, I Tuesday. Today is Tuesday. We're still in quarantine. We're still in quarantine. It's Tuesday. Jeff, who is on this Tuesday podcast? We have Brandon Jersey Jinx Jenkins. The, the, the full name. The full government name. All right. I'm putting it all out there. You guys know Jinx from uh, his photography, from his DJing, from his commentary on Revolt's State of the Culture. Also Mogul on Spotify. Yeah, a little, also, a little light podcast work. You know, you his, know, his many years at Complex. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. He does a lot of stuff. Also, like the, the what was it? The Best Friends Club? I think that, that we're in with him. The, the Good Time Gang? That's, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Invite Boys? That's it. Hentai. Shout out to the Invite Boys. Shout out to the Hentai King. <laughs> then we have uh, Mouse Jones. Mouse Jones. You know Mouse Jones. Man, he's another one who does like a million things. Yeah. He has uh, the Guys Next Door podcast. He has a million podcasts. He's starting a new podcast called Quarantine Nightly. Nightly. Yep. Quarantine Nightly. Yeah. I was trying to think. You know, it's like we do quarantine daily daily <laughs> he does quarantine nightly got it uh yeah it's it's the after party to our uh you know brunch that's right our uh, saturday brunch and then, every day and then jeff we have uh philadelphia's own freeway freeway and neef buck and a surprise appearance yeah from the birthday boy himself happy birthday to our guy neef buck we talk about a little state property stuff we check in with them uh it's talk another, about beards we do talk about beards go get that best beard cream Mm -hmm. shout out to freeway jeff when you want to get into this podcast right after i tell people that you can always support your boys it's the real on patreon.com slash it's the real creatives need your help more now than ever it's true go to patreon.com slash it's the real jeff let's call brandon jinx jenkins yo yo what's happening yo yo what's good guys so uh first of all how are you doing I'm good. I'm actually just in here laughing right now. Um, I'm looking at a... Well, before we get into that, how are you guys doing? We're doing well as well, and yeah, we're, we're also laughing at this whole entire thing. It's just utterly beyond comprehension. Oh, no. I'm, I'm bummed about that. But, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing. Uh, I just saw a tweet um, that, uh, that read, you know, what would, a, um, what would a battle look like between journalists or bloggers? And... Like you know, everyone's on battle culture right oh now. Oh my god! Yeah, all yeah. Stuff that's happening on Instagram. Yeah. And my first, my first thought was embarrassing. Like, it, would look, <laughs> it would look terrible. What do you guys mean? Every everything isn't meant to be battled. Yeah, I saw that uh, that Mouse Jones and Rob Markman were talking about it yesterday too. I'm just like, I I do not want the, like of all the things that could all the bad things that could happen like during <laughs> this quarantine. I think that might be the worst thing. <laughs> well, what what were they saying? I didn't see their tweets. Were they saying like this is this could be a real thing? Oh yeah, uh, I yeah I don't I don't really think that's like a real thing. No, but I mean like they definitely like they put it into the air. Jeff, are you saying that if someone came at you and were like, "Hey, I want to battle," you would turn him down? Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. I think it's the right move. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'll I'll disqualify myself. Like if I do, <laughs> if I were to battle as a journalist, I should be disqualified from journalism. Like yeah, exactly. But, but I would say like I'm I'm not mad at a um sort of uh a bracket like like uh a play in like 64 (laughs) different journalists vying for that pulitzer 
Hell no, because I'm already sick of the rap journalists. I'm the best yep. kind of shit that yeah, that yeah, happens. Like, yeah. and it's like, it's you. Like, I don't know. I don't want to get caught up in um, popping shots during Corona, but like, <laughs> it's it, it's already too much. What I actually would be down for is like, um, I think we were talking about this. How um, Andrew Barber's done like this really great job, sort of like reminiscing on uh, on like rap moments and finding his way to like archive things. I'd be more down for that kind of treatment to um, to journalism. Sort of like I like how people post music video clips and concert clips yep. and interview clips. But I'd like if they were sort of like, "Hey, this interview clip was fire," or "I read this like here's this screenshot of this piece that I really fucked with," or "This was a great magazine cover," or whatever the different pieces are of journalism. Um, yo, here's the thing I really fucked with. We should unpack it with the person. Actually, for sure. Fuck, what? Why am I saying that? I should probably pop that off. But, um, <laughs> no, I think you yeah, should like, go I'm, to war with Andrew. <laughs> right? Like, no, like I, I have the best tweets. You have the best tweets. <laughs> so, Jinx, we've been talking a lot about with, with you, with Rem, with Corey, with a lot of people um, that this is a time now where, where, where culture and community are so, like, endangered, you know? You see a lot of uh, museums are laying off staff. You see, like, the Metropolitan, Metropolitan Opera is laying off people. You know, different companies that mean a lot are laying off people. It's, it's a weird time. And, and, and you think that maybe that culture would either pause or uh, maybe even die off. And then you get little glimpses where like at night when D-Nice hit 100,000, you know, viewers at one point during a set or the battles that we've been seeing between like Swiss and Timbaland and then like, uh, uh, well, okay, let's keep the dream one separate. But <laughs> last night when you have Neo and, and Jante, it, it, it feels like that's ours and it feels like you adapt and you pivot and it's it's like this is a sense of normalcy you know i mean look like out of there's anything that's meant that's literally born in the pivot it's hip-hop culture and hip-hop adjacent culture yep. i mean the fact that like even you all pop this off like i almost feel like i heard whoa the world's shutting down and then i heard you guys were doing quarantine radio like within the same day you know had, what i yeah, mean like, we coordinated yeah. it great <laughs> yeah i feel like the world uh, the World Health Organization was like, yo, stay inside also. <laughs> we got the heads up. It was radio. it was inside trading. <laughs> but, but, but facts, like I felt like it was, I felt like the hip hop and kind of coming of it and being interested in it and being of this community and this culture, you're naturally facing circumstances that you wouldn't have to face. You naturally have an interest point in things that are changing rapidly. Um, and then it, it's a tool to communicate. So I feel like that sort of... Um, that sort of way of thinking is the same thing that made D-Nice be like, yo, I'm going to get on Instagram and do this thing other people have been doing since Instagram Live or since uh, streaming or any type of video format has popped up, right? The boiler rooms of the world, yep. um, things like that. But I'm going to just do it my way. And I think the timing of it showed people, it kind of brought people back to the essence, man. Like yeah. I feel like um, a lot of what you're seeing now is like um, the people that would spend a lot of time being famous have that are also artists have to now kind of dig back into their artistry bag just because they're bored yeah and it's also the thing that keeps the machine going on their side like i see travis scott punching on what looks like like an npc on a beat maker device and normally the picture would be travis scott kind of looking away from the camera you know selling us some new pair of sneakers that are fly yeah but now he's like yo i'm in the crib so like i'm gonna just fuck with these things that i have that 
it's just kind of funny how people return back to the essence. Absolutely. But, um, to your larger point about culture, man, I'm I am nervous though, man. Like I like to see things happening in the digital space, but what that looks like going forward is um, I I'm I'm not that I don't lean on the side of optimism, but I do have a lot of caution. Like I think about um. Like, the museums are one thing, man, but they're finna be all right. Like, I truly believe that, right? There's people that care about that benefactors, people that invest in those communities and invest in those those institutions. I mean, institutions that have been around 50, 60, 100 years. Yeah. Um, I'm more concerned of, like, the corner spot that's, like, you know, selling us T-shirts that we used to meet up at or, like, that venue that we all go to that you know can't sit out for a month, you know? And I'm that to me is a culture as well. Yeah, and I think yeah. like the, the most commercially successful, uh, uh, tiers of culture. I think they're, they're finna find a way to survive. And I think that the same community that's pushed into the forefront, you know, that's made like metropolitan, like it's like hip hop, hip hop wants to get played in the matter, wants to be like, wants to be at Carnegie hall, which is fire. Yep. But the places where hip hop comes from, they're going to be the ones that are actually on the front lines. They're For going to sure. Be the ones that we lose. And it'll be that bar that you like going to, right? It'll be like that, that, that skate shop that's down the street. That's run by skaters. Um, it'll be that, like that loft house that all the like young artists and videographers smoke weed at and hang at that. They can kind of, you know, take their freelance checks and pump coins into it. Um, they're going to lose that. Yeah, I think like the 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 crazy thing is too that not only you know is everything on pause now and that is so devastating, but then when the bailout comes in and that money all goes to these giant corporations that are then going to suffocate all of the mom and pop shops, like and then everything just becomes sort of like Wally, where everything is just going to be under one conglomerate. Like that, it's a very scary future that we're sort of heading towards, and so I think that. It's all terrible. Um, and so I wonder how, when people are all unemployed, how they're going to enfranchise themselves by building their own sort of things. Or are we going to join, you know, the Amazons or the Walmarts or the whatevers of the world just because that's the only place that have that has money? I mean, I think it's, I think it's a real ass cost. You know, you know, I hate getting on these calls because I'm the one who says the dark shit, but like... <laughs> But anyway, wait, like, I, I just like I, literally I, dove into <laughs> guys. This is know, even before we but, get into but, like what happens when they squeeze the Internet and we only get like, you know, uh, chill, yeah, one chill. one meg. Per, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like you dove into it. But this is like this is my weed. You know what I mean? It's like, but, um, but but yeah, man. And and I, I, you know, I'm on the side of telling people like, you know, if you can, you know, flatten the curve, if you can, you know, be mindful of like the, the uh, pressure we'll put on our health system. But like. The, the, the fucked up part is that this system is kind of really demented from the start. And so like a lot of these different, um, a lot of these different pieces don't, they worked well together. They don't work well together. They work together and they don't usually work in the benefit of people. And people are now seeing like, you take one piece out of that, that big Jenga tower and how everything else gets shaky. And so like, yes, the culture will happen, but also the commerce will, um, the commerce that hits all of us and affects all of us will, um, it's gonna it's gonna be rough man you know that that's my general thought is like it's just gonna be rough i think the people who can create in this and have the room to wiggle and kind of find their way through this and i think that it's important for them to do that because you got to last a storm or you got to put your mask on before you can put someone else's yeah but um 
I do think it's important at a certain point to put someone else's mask on. Like, well, well, where I, I just saw this. Yes, yeah, oh, sorry, go no, no, go ahead, go ahead. I saw this girl. Um, she, you know, she just said she was laid off. Um, you know, you're reading this, and it's like more and more people each day saying she was laid off from her job at um at this media outlet. And I'm all right, so I go to her site, and I'm like looking at the stuff that she's writing about. And I'm like, yo, she's fire, and I had no clue who she was at any point. And so now I'm like, oh man, I should like get her to write something for me for this project that I'm working on. And so, like, that's kind of the role I think people who think they might be able to be in this or are working on something in this should be thinking about. Is like, who can you lift along the way? Yeah, I was telling a friend last night who's been laid off from her job, I was just like, well, now's the time that you work on something. Because if there's not going to be money coming from anywhere, then you need to double down on yourself and just make the thing that you know, you should do when your back is against the wall. You know, I think that that's what Eric and I have done for the past like 13 years, but like, and it's just like, you have to have that sort of mentality where it's just like, there is money out there. It's not coming to me. And therefore I have to do this shit on my own. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and that's the side of optimism. I do lean on is sort of like, all right, yo, like they're squeezing the juice out of this. Like, what are you about to get out of it? And can you, and you know, maybe it's, it might not be as direct, right? Like that relationship between what you do and the money you earn might be more fractured than it ever was. But, you know, um, in the meantime, it might be like, you might be restarting in a way of like, all right, I'm doing this thing and I'm basically an intern because I'm working and no one's paying me for it, but my skill set's getting getting nice. And yeah, it's, it's a rough set of circumstances, man, for everybody everywhere. Like, it's just, it's, it's kind of that like breaking... You know, I thought about I thought about how like I, we all have an interesting relationship with capitalism and like and, and employment and money and how this thing um, is requiring us to rethink that. Yep, requiring us to rethink our our conveniences, our comforts, um, the things we take for granted, the things that we do that we don't take for granted. And my relationship with money is definitely um, being reimagined. Um, it has been for a long time, but this is like this has exacerbated that heavily. And so I, I'm, I'm on the side with you guys of like, you know, starting a revolution and, yeah. and, uh, you know, going out with pitchforks ablaze. <laughs> oh, say less. So like, I'm also on the side of like, you know, um, using this time, like I definitely burnt a week of like just reading and checking with my family every day and trying to make sure we were on the same program of like how we're going to survive this. And, and friends that I heard, you know, people that are been, being affected by this, like, with actual illness as well. Yeah. yeah. But then I'm also in the week now of like, yo, it's Monday. All right. How are you about to get, what you about to get to with all this? You know, yeah, I mean, like, are you, are you being productive? Like, are you, are you like working on ideas? I know that you, you, you said that you were, um, that you want to get this girl to write for you. So, I mean, like, I know that's still in the works, but like, how, how creative do you feel like on a scale of one to normal? Um, I guess nothing feels normal and it's really the thing that's le- that's kind of lacking the normalcy for me is time. Um, time is really thrown off in a way like that. I like I've been going to sleep at like 3 a.m. and then waking up at seven. Like everything's just kind of twisted. Yeah. Um, You're on college kinda, hours. Yeah. Like I kind of do need rules because otherwise, like I'll I'll do whatever at any point. But I um for me, though, I will say like I'm not that I'm an introvert, but like. Like, I, I kind of like being in the crib for the most part, you know? And, like, the thing that kind of takes me out of my creativity sometimes is having to do the other shit in the world that, that you have to do. You know, like, go out and be among people and, like, go to this meeting, go to that thing and this thing. And um, some good advice I got a long time ago was, like, 
when creativity comes, you want to be able to catch it. And a lot of times that's being present for it. Like how many times do you guys get a good idea on the subway and then you think you're going to remember it. Yeah. By the time you get home, it's gone or you yeah. wrote a note, but that note doesn't capture what you felt in hmm. your mind. Yeah. So like now that I'm home, I can just get right to the computer or I can sit at the whiteboard or I can write more in-depth notes. And I also have the belief at this time that, and I hope that this won't be forever. So um, this is a unique moment that I hope will be different than any other moment I ever experienced in my life. I don't want to feel this again. So if there's something different about this, I should lean into that. Um, well, you yeah. know, and try so, and try to pull what I can. On the of. on the other hand, it's interesting because in a normal world, in a pre-COVID nineteen world. You know, we go to a museum, you go outside, you go walk around. Inspiration can come from anywhere, right? I saw your Instagram stories um, a few days ago. Maybe it was last week. And um, you're an exceptional photographer, as we've told you, and as a ton of people out there know. And you were walking outside by yourself, taking some beautiful pictures of emptiness. And I'm curious as to whether that gave you inspiration or if it left you feeling bummed? Um, yo, kind of both, but like, yo, it's like, you, I don't, like I'm from Jersey originally, so I'm not from a busy environment, you know? Um, and I've grown up and then been around busy environments, so I've always been able to like understand the value in both of those things, you know, like from sirens to like silence. And I'm also, um, I'm an internet kids so like a lot of the stuff i use for inspiration and stuff i'm looking at through a screen and so it's really helped me frame up how i look at things in real life so when i'm walking around uh the city we're not the city brooklyn the other morning and i'm looking around i'm like yo it's the same but it's different like it's a mural that i would have passed in an uber every day going to a meeting in in brooklyn but i've never walked by because i'm just not walking or there's a street corner that's super quiet now and there's no people around and so you're your eyesight moves slower, you know, and you're looking at things differently and you're hearing things like I'm hearing more birds outside. Only thing I hear in Brooklyn right now is birds, the subway, which feels like it's less often than ever. And, um, in silence, you know, and that is completely quiet for someone that lives on a street where I can hear arguments outside my apartment. Every yeah. Day. Yeah. And so even with that, um, those pictures, it was stuff that I would have just walked by instead of would have taken the time to get it or would have been awkward, right? Like it's awkward taking photos on your phone out in public, you know, and like the awkwardness is kind of gone. It's awkward that there's no one else out there, yep. but it's kind of allowing me to see things differently. Like um, that right after I took some of those photos, I'm walking down the street and there's this old guy yelling out the window and he goes, yo, yo, my man. I'm like, and I'm looking around. He's like, yo, it's like, yo, can you bring my trash can back from the street for me you know he's old i'm sure he was he either didn't want to go down he's you know he's old yeah he's afraid yeah um and so brought the trash can back and he was like yo no nah, i got you whenever i see you again, you know he's just talking some shit but he said whenever hmm. i see you again I'm, I'm gonna look out for you but as i walked off i like really appreciated him asking me yeah and it felt like a movie and i was like because there was it was like a movie set there was no one else there but the two principal characters talking yeah, I think and, that it's it's one of those things where you you really learn to appreciate the incredibly small moments of human contact. Like even just going into D Nice's thing and like having these or even like a house party on um on that app or or anywhere it's just like you just appreciate just seeing people's faces or like being uh you know told like anything in person. 
Absolutely. And it's it's these phone calls for us that gives us uh, a little bit of light every day to be able to connect to other humans and and know that again you're not alone so uh jinx we're going to be checking in with you regularly if that's cool with you we appreciate you we love you stay safe out there keep returning people's trash cans yes and uh (laughs) we'll be talking soon all right yeah for sure you guys stay safe all right thanks man all right y'all jeff let's get our friend mouse jones on the phone there we go smooth yeah Yo, Mouse, what's happening? What's going on, my brother? How you living? I'm, I'm maintaining, you know, well, uh, keeping it, trying to keep it calm. I feel like you have like three million people living with you right now. I feel like that too. <laughs> Do, is that is that too too many? That uh, it's about too many for me, honestly. Wait, you're cutting in and out. Oh, hold on, I got you. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we you. Um, Mouse, do any of those people uh, have the ability to give you a nice shape up? Yeah, me. <laughs> um, shout, out, shout out to the bevel blade. <laughs> Mouse, through this whole thing, uh, how has your mental been? Um, I mean, me mentally, I'm I'm, I'm alright. I'm going to be alright because at the end of the day, that's the only choice we really have. Um, I think it's taxing when, like, I just found out my, my biological father, who, you know, I said on y'all show probably, like, I don't really have a good relationship with, when uh, he contracted it. So oh it's like trying to make sure he's decent from, like, two states away. Yeah. How many states Connecticut is. Um, but, yeah, other than that. Well, well I mean, really like, just- how, how severe are his symptoms? Like, do you know? Like, also, how did you find out? Um, so what happened was, uh, his, um, how do you say this? I don't care about being politically correct. Um, his girlfriend had reached out to my aunt and then, so my, my younger cousin had reached out to me and my sister and was, and gave us the heads up. So then I'm running all around trying to get in touch with everybody. Um, and when I finally got in touch with his girlfriend, um, she let me know, you know, how serious it, it was at that time. And I just went into like, you know, protect the motor and was just like, hey, get him to the hospital. If we're only, I'm only like an hour away because I'm staying on Long Island with my kids. So it's like, I'm only an hour away. If I need to get to him, I'll drag him to the hospital. But, you know, this isn't the time to be the tough guy. Yeah. Right. So, Mouse, uh, as everyone knows, neither one of us has children. Um, but what is the difference between uh, being protective as a father and being protective as a son? Um. wow. Oh, uh, wow. Great. Wow. Listen, <laughs> yeah, wow. you know, we, we get it's deep almost, on here. It's almost as if you guys do this. Uh, <laughs> um, so the, the difference really is um, with, with, with your kids, you kind of feel like you have a contr- you have some type of control, even if you don't. Right. Like in this situation, I don't really have any control. You know, I'm I'm I've been here with them every day since this quarantine thinking that my presence really is doing something right like mm-hmm. if they're gonna get sick they're gonna get sick it's not like i can it's not like it's a, a bullet or a, a actual tangible person where that i could defend them from right right with your parents but but because there's the child parent relationship it's kind of like there's a respect there right like if i say something i know they're gonna do it mm-hmm. with your parent especially an estranged one it, there's so many 
blurred lines and obstacles I'm trying to defend. You know, like with my with, with, with my father who raised me, I'm like, listen, don't you take your black ass nowhere. You need to sit down. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I get it because he's at, he sells houses. So I'm like, no, you need to sit down. You stay in the house. Um, But, you know, with my biological father, it, we're. We're like, I'm, I'm walking over so many different minds. It's like, hey, listen, man, I'm just trying to make sure you're good. Um, the, the, I mean, we could be at odds, but you would have to be alive for that to happen. That's basically what I told him. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, I can't. It's an unimaginable thing, I think, to to deal with it. We know people who have it. We know people who have had symptoms that are like on right. the, the the lower spectrum, some more severe. And, uh, but to have it be, you know, blood is, uh, yeah, that's, that's gotta be super deep. Yeah. Um, like I said, it, it, it was, it, it's always like, um, it, it was like a, a multitude of emotions, right? Like you get the news and then you're like, oh man, and I'm just being honest, you know, uh, when I first got the news, I was like, well, fuck it, let him die. You know, he ain't been there for me. Um, but then very quickly I'm like, well, you know, I have two little sisters from him um, that this would fall back on, and essentially it would fall back on me as 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 me being the oldest kid. Yeah, and then it was just something that didn't. And I know people look at me and think like I'm this, I'm always this Roddy Rob person, but that's what people I don't know. Even you know, yeah, he might did me wrong, but this is not something. This is not the. This is not the way you want it to end. Right. And I think I, it, it, a lot of that was a lot of this past week has been that. So that's why you know people see me in like these stark extremes it's like you don't see me on social media at all or like i'm going super hard with work like hey let's do this event let's do this let's do this yeah well i mean like how how, are you able to balance that i mean like and also you then you have to be like a father and you have to be there for you know you're 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 like in five different places at once right now so i mean like when eric really asked you like you know how is your mental like and you were like yeah you know I'm, i'm okay or whatever i like are are you good? Um, I think kind of like I said on y'all show prior. Um, I don't ever take the time. I don't. I don't think I have that luxury, right? Like, you know, I'm I'm very honest with the decisions I made in my life. Um, good and bad. Um, successes and failures. And and I'm okay with knowing like right now I don't have that luck. Like, and which is being honest. Sometimes with some people, checking on yourself or checking on your mental health is a luxury. And some of us don't have it, right? Like I got two kids. I got family, extended family. Um, I got a, a career that, you know, we're, we're now, as a creative now, we're forced, um, you know, guys like us. Um, and, and, um, <laughs> guys like us. <laughs> guys like us. You know, we're, we're, we're thrust in this, uh, this, this unknown abyss where it's like, hey, it was sink or swim before, but now it's really sink or swim. Yeah. It's like, are you going to come out of this forgotten or are you going to come out of this you know, an innovative creator still at the forefront of what you're doing, like you guys. Yeah. So that's so that's a lot a, a lot to compartmentalize, and you have a mm-hmm. lot of literal noise going around you you know your house all day and night. Yeah. Do yeah. you do you have a chance to escape to to go somewhere quiet and just like live with yourself for a minute? Um, I mean, I've I've, I've been probably doing the same thing since I was a kid, and it's actually hilarious to see it now. With my daughter, like I just bought her some, uh, some like my my youngest. I just bought her some like Beats headphones, right? Yeah. She hasn't she hasn't taken them off her head mm-hmm. since I got them for her. <laughs> and I'm I, I'm laughing because it remind it reminded me of that quiet place. So I'm like, 
okay, boom, I got to start doing that more. So where I was like, and I think everybody is, I think we, we as podcasters and, and content creators, we're seeing it like a lot of our numbers across platforms aren't streaming like they were prior to this because mm-hmm, everybody's yeah. at home. And I had to remember that. I'm, I'm like, you know what? I need, you know, all right, let me put the headphones in, quiet everybody out because I'm, I'm going between two homes, right? Like, you know, I'm helping my baby mother and, um, my baby mother out when she has to go to work. So I'm, I'm coming over there to get my kids and, you know, trying to leave some normalcy because I don't want to have to keep shifting in between houses because you don't know what germs that brings yeah, or yeah. whatever that brings. So, you know, I'm, I'm over there until she gets off and I go back to my parents' house. Um, and then you got dogs barking and it's like, oh my God. So yeah, I just throw the headphones in and, um, you know, listen to you guys and listen to the read and uh, other podcasts and, and li- get back to listening to music. Um, that's why, you know, I did the, uh, what do you call it? The, I did the actual no rap on Sunday playlist. Finally. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So no, I, I thought, yeah, you, I thought your IG live last night was, uh, was really refreshing. I thought that the energy was really good. Um, and so, like, and it, and it, there's a there's a bit of normalcy in all of that, yeah. right? When you when you mm-hmm. when you're able to put out something and for people to receive it, I think that that it's uh it's really nice. I thought that that was Mouse. I I have a question here that that may uh and this is not for like any of us who have done lives. This is not for right. obviously the uh, the D nices or the uh, the Tim- right. Timbaland and the Swiss. But is there a limit to how many Instagram lives you want to see on your timeline? Mm. See now, this, now yeah. we're getting to some real good questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's go. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm gonna say. The only reason I'm going to say yes, but not from this standpoint of like the times we're in. I've always thought that should be an option. I think it's a double-edged sword, right? I think when you go on your Instagram, I don't want to see uh, the, the, the the cousin with 10 followers that I just follow because he's my cousin. Right. I don't want to see that he's live. But there's right. nothing about his live that I care about. I think <laughs> we should pick and choose who's live we should be notified about. But then again, like I said, the I know as a... um. And this is just me being honest with myself. I know me as a, uh, like, like a I'm, I, celebrity. I, I, I guess no. When you're <laughs> when you're a famous person, with. like, well, guys like us. Macro. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so I would be um, a macro famous person, right? So I understand that my that is kind of how I would I get my wins, right? Like, I don't, I'm, I'm not doing these social media numbers that that you know would would cause a million people to tune in. So it's kind of like. It's a it's a give and take, but I do think th- there's there's a lot of things Instagram could be doing to to help this out. You know, um, giving us the choice would definitely help us out. Um, because I, like I said, I don't I don't want to see cousins <laughs> until with, I I, I consistently hop into people's lives that I don't mean to. No, no, and then I'm like the only person there. That's that is the worst. And I stick around because of my Jewish guilt, and so then I'm just like <laughs> the one person there. Yeah, and I'm like, hey, you know. By the way, I guess we're both on this walk, huh? <laughs> Mouse, how pissed how pissed are you going to be when your cousin with like, you know, 10 followers that you're only following because you feel guilty or related or whatever, when that cousin becomes famous? Oh, um, I'm I'm going to be like, "Hey, man, you remember?" <laughs> I'm I'm gonna hit them the same way everybody hit me now, you, and I know y'all know it. I'm, I'm gonna hit them the same way they hit us. Hey man, we got a bill, bro. Like that's really that's really the only way we gonna win. You know, the the the, the, mo- the non-successful person always got that same excuse. It's the same. 
Yo, man, that's the only way we're going to win is doing this together, you know. <laughs> uh, and I just wanted to be like, how do you know? I was, how do you know? I was. Uh, I, I went to go see um, the Horrible Decisions podcast live here in New York at Sony Hall. And uh, about halfway through the performance, uh, Mouse, Mouse comes in. Everyone had been seated, had been, like, paying attention, had been having a nice time. Mouse, like, sort of saunters in and takes a seat and looks over at me and gives me a head nod. And so afterwards, though. Social distancing. That's right. Before it was cool. Yeah. Afterwards, though, I, I, loved, I loved the fact that so many people came up to Mouse and wanted to take pictures and wanted to, like, you know, be around him and ask him questions and all that. And, Mouse, you are, you know uh, – you you thrive in a in a public situation. You're great on a stage. You're great when you're meeting fans. You're great when you're just like talking to friends. How much do you miss people right now? Man, um, I don't know if I miss people as much as I miss the the option to be around people, right? Like I think we like it, it's. I know everybody sees us and they're like, oh man, like. Every, they're mixy or they're always outside and it's like nah not really mm-hmm. yeah and I, and I like having the option of doing that right like i like the option of being inside all week and not going to nothing all week and then saying you know what on saturday i'm gonna pop out mm-hmm. who's doing this i'm gonna pop out um but you know I, I can't lie and act as if there's not a part of me that enjoys the work that we do enjoys the the work of being a people person um th- those those energies they're just as heavy as they are like i feed off of that mm-hmm. i feed off of that it keeps me on my toes it keeps me fresh um and i think it does the opposite of what it might do for other people it where it doesn't you know people running up on me and, and wanting pictures and all that it doesn't gas me as much as it centers me it, like it really levels me because like yo yeah they can literally like being because being in the same exact position and still to this day still being a fan of people but just being in that position where just a few years ago that was me you yeah. know i might have been i i i, I might have been the, the asshole who always felt he was too cool for a picture but i never meant i never was against you know running up on somebody and just telling them how much i appreciate the work they've done mm-hmm. so I now mean, to see it flipped it doesn't gas me as much as it you know it it, it levels me yeah. it keeps me centered yeah. and, and that part i miss extremely just you know knowing that what we do in our confined areas and our confined spaces touches people the way it touches them. Yeah. yeah I think that I, that's something that like, I never really realized until you just said it where it's just like, no, like I, it, I, I'm such a, a person who I get down very easily and it does really center me when people reach out and when people, um, you know, take pictures, when people show like that sort of energy back to me, like it absolutely, it levels me. It doesn't gas me. It levels me. Right. 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 And I think it takes a, I think the, the people, and uh, guy, once again, guys like us, I think when you have that, when you have that outlook, that lets you know you're going to be around for a while. Mouse, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no, I was just going to say that, like, there's all this positivity, but at the same time, there's a lot of negativity out there. And I, I don't I'm know, right here. I'm the negative one. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if you saw this yesterday, but Liberty University, which is Jerry Falwell's uh, institution, right? Yeah. Down there in um, in Virginia, I believe. Yes. Uh, he uh, made sure that all of his students uh, sort came of, back from uh, from spring break. Yeah. yeah bucked the, the the norms out here and went back on campus because you know this is a godly thing and it's this that and the other thing and so many of those kids have gotten sick now from being back on campus and listen. 
you're a man of God, God is good, right. the whole thing. But right. but don't you hate when people use God in twisted ways and use it for evil? I think it is the most, I think outside of, you know, rape and abuse of children, I think it's the most despicable thing a person could do is, is play on somebody's religious belief and, and, and use it for their own, you know, perversion and their own gain. I think it's disgusting. Um, Like, there's, there's really no way around it, right? There's no way to, you know, articulate it outside of just it's disgusting. And um, there, there's a special place wherever you're going. Because I don't have the answers. Right. But wherever you end up, you're going to pay. You're going to pay for that because this is people losing their life. For and I real. don't know what, you know, I, I don't know. Even in every book, in, in every religious book, it says, listen to wise counsel. It says that right there. It, it, in, in whatever uh, um, um, whatever language your book comes in, it says, listen to wise counsel. So if the doctors are telling you, Hey, y'all might want to sit y'all ass down. Hmm. You might, and, and, and because I'm dealing, I, or I was dealing with it on, on my side because you see so many, if we're just being honest, in, in, the, in the black church community, it's a lot of people who, that, that's their bread and butter. Sunday service, Tuesday service, that's, that's, that's their bread and butter. And, you know, I think they, you can't pray, you can't pray this thing away. No, no, you can't outsmart a virus. Like it's it's a crazy thing, you know. Like, and, and you shouldn't want to put your members, whoever you're in charge of, you shouldn't want to put them in harm's way. Whether you're a teacher, whether you're a a, a pastor, a preacher, um, and and like I said, I think that's how I think that's how my my biological father came in contact with it because he was still you know doing church services, and I'm like, yo, sit down, like just sit down. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a sad state of affairs, I think, when people don't want to listen to science. You know, I think more and more. And by the way, that starts at the very top with with Trump, you know. Well, no, I don't think yeah. it starts with them. I think that I mean, and I, I know you're saying, but it's like this is a this is a, a 50 year dissolution of, you know, people's faith in education. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. it, it's uh, people not wanting to pay for public schools. If, it's, it's, you know, like all this stuff. When it trickles down over 50 years, it's just like, that's what happens. Yeah, it feels when like... You starve, uh, when you starve government, when you starve um, public institutions because you don't want to pay taxes, when you... Yep. Like, all this shit. Yeah, and, and I think that it, it feels sometimes like the, like, the, like the dark ages, right, where people don't want to yep. listen to science and medicine and all that, and where there, there will be a price to pay for, for people who go against, you know, that grain. But... Um, it, it, I, I don't know how to sort of, you know, uh, to to uh, enjoy or not enjoy the the far flung um, conspiracy theories that are out there. Right. Oh, you got to enjoy those. Well, that's the best part have, about all of this. Have you heard any ridiculous ones beyond or have you started any beyond the uh, the 5G conspiracy? Oh, the, the 5G, 5G one actually, is so good. <laughs> the, the 5G one was really good for so many reasons. It was like. Just because it's Carrie Hilson saying, I'm like, this is great. <laughs> like, like, you, what have you done in your field that makes me want to believe whatever you're saying about any other field? <laughs> Doctor Hilson, yeah, yeah, you knocked me down. I wish, um, you, I wish you said woo! something. I wish you said something in like the uh, the the battles that were going on like last yeah, night. Yeah, because she was in them. Yeah, she was. She was oh, commenting. No, I was. I was. I was. I was in there. I was in the um. 
Which one was I in? I was in the Neo. I, was in last I didn't see because I blocked Mouse. I was in Neo versus Jante. <laughs> Yo. Um, I don't know, but I, I'm realizing that for whatever reason, like with with these algorithms, I guess because so many people are on these lives. Yeah. yeah. Some people, like I was seeing people respond to you guys, and I'm like, I don't see y'all comments. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There was there were lots of people in there that like you know. Jada Kiss is saying something to Wale, and I was like, I didn't even know that Wale yeah, was exactly. in here. Yeah, exactly. I see yeah. Jada Kiss and Wale like responding, but I didn't see the initial. So I'm like, man. I, Wait a second. Is, is this the five G conspiracy right here? Wow. Oh. <laughs> Thank oh. you for for voicing that. <laughs> um, wow. Uh, I, I literally heard when I heard you say that, I thought of a, a hotep meme. Like I seen you. <laughs> with the, there was like lasers coming out of Eric's <laughs> eyes. I seen the lasers coming out of your eye. Uh, last night's <laughs> battle was so phenomenal. It was it was best one. It was best done. One. It was done right. It was yep. the, the 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 level of competition was amazing. Um, you know, the, it was it was it felt it felt really good. Did you realize that Jante had that many hits? Yeah, I've, I've, I'm a huge Jante fan. I'm, I've I've been a huge Jante Austin fan since I want to say like 2005, 2006 when he came out oh, with his when, own stuff. You, oh, I thought you were no, going to be like say, when was he was doing say. his Bow Wow stuff. No. <laughs> well, well, the Bow Wow stuff, yes, but he he had came out with um. He had this record turning me. Is it turning me up or turning me up with J- with Jadakiss? You're thinking of Kevin and Little. I'm, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've been a huge Jante. So I kind of knew Neo was. See, this is the thing. Neo could have. Neo would have lost no matter what. But he could have put up a better fight if he if he picked what songs he was gonna play and win better. Like there's certain songs if he would have played against different songs that he he probably would have won the round. Right. You were there were a lot of people who were just like, "Yo, why is he waiting on so sick? Why is yeah. he like you know?" And that Jante played it right because he came in with like a <laughs> like a strategy. Well, so exactly, Mouse, you did see the dream the other night, right? Go against Sean Garrett. Uh, I was I was in and out of that. That was very uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> um, I was in and out. But you didn't like that Sean Garrett was all up in the all up in the video. I didn't like, any I didn't like anything about Sean. Gary, I, didn't, I didn't like anything about that. I didn't like. I, I like didn't that like the next day he choice. was like, "No, I wasn't on anything." <laughs> That's and, and I believe him. Oh my god, he was like, "I." I, I he said he was on Tylenol because there were people yelling in the room. Oh, he I, couldn't focus. Listen, listen, to be as successful as you was, and then to be where you're at now, I you might not need a drug to act like that. Hey man, so I I just loved. That people were talking about strategy and mm-hmm. the fact that like you know you know uh, Dream came out like swinging mm-hmm. and it, this the 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 majority of the comments really like do treat this like a boxing match and I fucking yes you I, have to I love the strategy I love the thinking who wins uh, Diddy versus JD ah okay okay so this is Diddy before this is supposed to happen by the way we're recording this before this is supposed to happen right. Also, do right. you think this, it will happen? It's all predictions. It's yeah. all predictions. But if it happens, it's because Eric and Jeff sent the check. Yeah. <laughs> um, the okay. Rosenthal check clear. Listen, Mouse, um, Illuminati meetings are not happening while we're in quarantine. Yeah. It's usually oh, every wow. Tuesday night. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's in wow. the it's in the uh, the 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 Rotary Club. That's right. <laughs> so, so I shouldn't make that I shouldn't make that cash app deposit to Eric <laughs> and Jeff Illuminati. Yeah. Who is gonna win, okay. Mouse? Puff um, or I JD? got. I got, I got, I got Puff coming out. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a slobber knocker. Um, I, but I, I have. Is that I an have, official term? In wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but yeah, it, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a dog fight. Um, but I do have I have Puff coming out. This could be New York bias. This could be Puff bias. Um, I think Diddy everything Puff does. There's an aesthetic of Puff in it, and it's real fly. Mm-hmm. So like where JD does it, and it's, it sounds good. It's gonna sound just as good as Puff, and like the sound is going to uh, is gonna equal each other out. And you, you got to sell it. You got to sell it. Like Swizz only lasted as long as he did against Timbaland because he was selling. Absolutely, yeah. Like he was having like the one minute uh, build up. Like yeah. see, like I was crying when he said he told T- Timbaland played something. And he was like. Yo, this is what this is what you play when the club is it was empty. I said, nah, <laughs> why is he so disrespectful? But I understood it and it, it painted a picture, right? So yeah. I think that's where I think that's where Puff is going to like his records are just flyer. Like what is what is what is J D gonna do when Puff drops I Need a Girl Part One and then the very next round drops it part two? Where now we're having a debate about Puff records. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but then yeah. he might do some Usher stuff. Mm, points were made. Listen, man. <laughs> I, I, And we were saying this. We were talking to, to Jinx uh, before, and we, we love that this is... Hey, man, fuck, hey, man, fuck Jinx. <laughs> fuck, um, fuck that show. No, I'm playing, man. I love, I love, I love that guy, Jinx. Shout out to everything. We're, you gonna, we're gonna take that snippet. We're gonna give it to Say Cheese Media. <laughs> But but we were but we were talking with Jinx about the fact that like this is culture, right? Yes. Like like yes. for for anybody, including us, who were afraid that like being in these four walls would stop this train. It's like no, we adapt, we move in different yes. ways, and everyone coming together, whether it's D Nice and a hundred thousand people checking him out on a Saturday night, or if it's like you know a Puff and JD battle, we're here for that, and the. The, the community continues, and I think that's that's pretty special. Yeah, I think the yeah. only thing we're missing right now is uh, graph. So I need to like start like doing like I need to start tagging our walls. Oh, nice. I thought you meant like the rapper graph. I no, but no, but shouts to him. I'm, like, I'm not doing this. I'm, I'm, the, I'm not. I'm not doing. Mouse, uh, listen. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family, as we know you are. We love you. Um, stay safe in there, and uh, and we'll guys be- like us, we're gonna make it that's out. Okay, right. that's right. Guys like us, we're gonna make it out. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. When, this is coming out tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. All right, everybody, make sure you have to look out for quarantine nightly with Mouse Jones. Um, I'm gonna be doing a nightly. You're doing the uh, after party. Podcast. Yes. The <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, I, I think I think um I think I need it. And once again, it's a direct. It's a, it's literally a direct inspiration from you guys. I was just like, nah, man, I, I need to do something where I'm, where I'm keeping this creativity flowing. Have yeah, for doing sure. Something. Have to. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Let me get this content out. Fuck it. Let's do it nightly. You know what I mean? Like, where's it going to be? Where's it going to live? It's going to be on all the, it's going to be on all the regular podcast streaming platforms. Um, you know, I'm going to let you guys have the morning, you know, you guys take the morning <laughs> and I'll take the evening shift. <laughs> Mouse, Mouse, keep being creative. We're looking forward to it. We love you. Take care of yourself, all right? Love you guys, man. Y'all be safe. You too. Let's call Freeway, Jeff. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Free, what's happening? What up? What's up? What's, what's happening? How, how are you living in these uncertain and crazy times right now? I'm good, man. Just trying to stay focused, you know. Well, what is what does staying focused mean for you? Like, are you are you way into watching like the twenty four hour news cycle all the time? Are you on like social media? I had to take a break. I had to take a break. I was watching CNN probably for like the first two weeks, 
every five minutes. I had to take a break on that. I just got finished watching the third season of Ozark. Oh, oh shit! Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. no spoilers, no spoilers. Yeah, Ozark. yeah. We're, we're, oh, we're like God. halfway through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's on everything. We had to. Um, so we we started off this whole quarantine where we were watching a bunch of news, and it, it had this adverse effect where it just like took a toll on my body and my mental, and like I couldn't stand like anything relating to Trump's face or like anything coming out of his mouth, right? And <laughs> and now the only time we watch CNN is just to check in with like Governor Cuomo and see what he's talking about. Cause well, yeah, because he's a friend. He's he's amazing, right? Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, you go hard. And otherwise, it's just like escapism. How can I like just focus on on literally, me? Yeah, literally anything else. And what's going on? Do you have yeah, anything? Yeah, Ozark that, made me forget all about the coronavirus. For I'm a saying, minute. yo, so thank God for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I heard uh, there was an argument that was happening on on Twitter, and this might just be like a very Twitter thing. Yeah. But people were saying uh, Breaking Bad or Ozark. Really? Yeah. Oh man, Ozark killing Breaking Bad. Whoa. Whoa! Yes. I, I I might take that. I mean, like the second season wasn't my favorite of, of Ozark, but I think like the third one is just like third one is is fire right now. And, yeah, and again, we're only halfway. Second through. season was good. I like second kept my season. Complete attention I was, to yeah. like, but the third season, whoa! <laughs> it's um, like I want more right now. I can't even wait till <laughs> next. Till, what we got? Wait till next March. I, I mean, feel like I feel like everything might get pushed back because of the oh, this yeah. whole. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, yeah. probably. Be. Yeah. What's filmed or what's not? But yeah. did you did you binge straight through it or did you like take it a couple days? Yeah, I watched it in like a day. Damn. Well, wait. What are your like other like favorite shows? I mean, I watch like a lot of reality TV. Like I'll be watching the um The Bachelor, The nah, Circle. Wa- no, I'm talking <laughs> about like the uh, Investigation Discovery Channel. I'll be watching that all the time. <laughs> Just the the dark shit. <laughs> wait, is that like the murders? <laughs> It'd be all the kinds of stuff. It'd be like murders, robberies, like, you know, different stuff. Like, you know, people that committed crimes and messed up and didn't get away with it. Sometimes they got away with it, stuff like that. What is the, uh, what's, what's the thing where you can escape and like, just, you know, the dumbest thing that you'll watch? Not, not even like, you know, uh, like. In- oh, Family Guy. I love Family Guy. I've seen every episode they ever made. <laughs> Yo, you got to talk to Sheik about that. <laughs> yeah. I've seen every episode, I promise you. I love Family Guy. Then I could watch it all over again and still it still be as funny as it was the first time. Free, are you are you feeling the the craziness at all, the stir craziness of being indoors in these same like four walls all the time? I mean, it's it's not that bad for me. Y'all remember when I got the transplant I had to yeah. stay in the house for yeah. like three, four months, so So this is just you know. like Go, yeah, going. I mean, I, I I do be getting times where I'd be like, oh, I want to get out of here, but for the most part, I'd be straight. Yeah, I was wondering. Cause, I mean, like we had um we had Carly Hustle on, and and Carly has had uh, her battles with uh with breast cancer, and so you know, I I was wondering for someone who's uh, immunocompromised right now, like, mm-hmm. is this an added stress when everybody else is basically going through the things that you've already gone through, or is it just like it's more of the same and it doesn't really matter? I mean, it's more of the same, but I just, like, you know, have to be extra cautious. Like, people be like, yo, why don't you come do this or why don't you come do that or just come to the studio, ain't going to be nobody there and, like, you know, try and get me to do little things. But I know that I have to protect myself, so I got to do the best that I can do because I am immunocompromised. You yeah. Know? And people don't understand it because it's not them. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, so uh, given this whole thing, a lot of people have been reaching out via FaceTime and doing Zooms and, like, uh, uh, 
House Party, House Party all these yeah. different apps, right? Who do, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. who do you find yourself reaching out to, checking in on on a regular basis? Uh, just my people. Just, you know, like family, uh, the squad, you know, the, the people from the prop, you know, everybody. Yeah. Oh, by the way, today's yeah, Neef's today. birthday? Yep. Yeah. Happy birthday yeah, to yeah, our shout guy, out Neef. To Neef. Yeah. yeah. Happy birthday to Neef Buck. Yeah. Like, I should call him on a three-way real quick. Hold on. Let me see if we pick up. All right, cool. All right. What's going on? What's up? You know y'all locked in, man. Hey, man. Happy family. happy birthday to you, man. Oh, man. I appreciate it, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks for the love and support throughout all the years, man. Of I really course. appreciate it. Of course. Stuff, How old is you, Buck 27? Yeah, man. Free. We still look good, Free, man. You know. Mashallah. Yo, guys, Mashallah. while we have you both on here, we were talking to our guy, Wayno, the other day, right? And we were reminiscing... Uh-huh on uh those days when chaka pilgrim had you guys all living in a house together can all of a state property that can you talk about that experience and how that compares to uh being in quarantine like this in these days well we, what time do you say what, what, what time we was living together because we lived we, together, we lived together a couple times, but is yeah, that right a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but i remember i remember a time um me, uh, for for some reason, for some odd reason, like like coming up with the crew, me and Chris had a special, always had a special uh, bond with each individual, but we always had a bond with Freeway. And I remember us living in Miami. Yeah. And um, me, Chris, and Freeway, we shared shared like a big um, a big apartment, and uh, I think uh, PD Crack. Oskino and Sparks, they shared a joint and Mac had a joint by itself. But I, I can remember so many times, man, we uh we came up with so many records and so many uh great moments together. Yeah, yeah. so and much fun out there, yeah. bro. That was crazy. Yeah, riding scooters you know, and just having the ball. <laughs> and remember them things they was on sale for a hundred thousand, we ain't even buy them now. Them joints probably worth like a couple million. What? Yeah, <laughs> what? yeah. Oh, uh, we used to come out and go on ocean every day. Wait, who was the worst roommate? I don't know. I, I, I don't. I can't. I can't remember. I know. I know one thing about Oskino and Sparks. Uh, they had the highest cash. They had the highest bills. They used to lobster and champagne every night. <laughs> they used to when we first used to go on the road with the Rock. We didn't even have to put our credit cards down for the incidentals. God we damn. Used to be good, but thanks to Oskino, <laughs> we had to start putting our credit cards down. We was at the W in LA. This nigga spent like 4700 on champagne. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right there, what you had a party in that joint? He was going crazy. The good old days, man. We, 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 we was around when the labels had unlimited, they were spending unlimited cash. On the artist, man. So we, we we thankful to be around them times too when they was they was sharing that money. God damn, sure, Neef. So yeah. being that it's your birthday and again you're quarantined, you're staying indoors, you're staying safe. How are you going to celebrate? Because it's not like promoters are out here. You having you you know do a, yeah, a walk through in the club or anything. Right, right. I, they got so much going on on the internet. They they got virtual parties i might act like i'm in a party and just throw something up on the gram they got so much going on <laughs> so just, yeah you might as well virtual party tonight boy yeah yeah quarantine party tonight mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah but, I'm, but i'm thankful man i'm just thankful that you know that i'm in good health man that you know my family straight all my brothers and, and you know and islam and everybody my sisters everybody doing good man everybody in good health and i just pray that um that we get through this time, you know man. what I'm saying? Uh, everybody, you know, get something from this, learn, get closer to God, 
and you know just, sure. just keep it pushing, man, because that's that's what it's about, as you know. Absolutely. What what do you guys what do you guys know about Philadelphia right now? How's it how's it hanging? Yeah, how's are people it? taking it seriously? For the most part, people taking it seriously. We still got knuckleheads. I got a homie that just had a cookout the other day and invited me to. I'm like, man, I'm not doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, man, it's, it's, it's still the hood, man. Is the hood like the hood? Yeah. They out there, boy. Like you go yeah. to Kensington in Somerset, uh-huh. that don't look like. Like it's the summertime. It's popping out there. That's nuts. Yeah, yeah I saw on everybody, Twitter there was like some sense. Everybody got some sense. Is taking heed to it, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, That's like something. Some, sometimes in the hood, man, nobody really respected to us at the front door. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. until they really, until they, they really see it for themselves, or have somebody that they love, or somebody in their family, or somebody that's really close to them, they don't believe shit's thinking to they, you know. No, this shit's real. Yeah, no, I think that's like a very like Republican mentality too, where it's just like you have to, you know, you have to know somebody with it. You have to right when yeah. it when it gets to the red states, then they'll start to believe it. You know, yeah. And make yeah, sure make sure everybody send a prayer for Scarface too, man. Oh yeah, yeah. and Slim yeah. Thug. Yeah, yes, yeah, he's a good brother, man, and any yeah. Muslim too. So make sure y'all yeah, send a prayer for him. Inshallah, yeah, Allah, Allah, Allah pointing through the situation, man. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So in in the meantime, everybody, everybody that got it right now. Absolutely. Oh yeah. In the, in the meantime, how are you guys keeping busy in terms of work? Are you able to to record anything at home and keep your minds creative? Yeah, I've been I've been putting together a bunch of stuff. I I haven't recorded anything, but I've been putting like a lot of stuff together in my voice notes. And I've been dropping a couple freestyles. I dropped a freestyle the other day. They're going crazy over. So everybody that's listening, yeah. go to my Instagram at Philly Freeway and like my freestyle that I just dropped the other day. Yeah, free. I've been seeing you bombing, but it's, 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 it's I got a, right I got there. another one I just was cooking up this morning. The coronavirus oh, yeah. joint, that joint, crazy. I'm oh yeah, like, oh, that's, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, it's just sit back, strategizing, man, and planning, man, and you know. As soon as all this get over, man, you just got to, you know, execute all your plans, exactly. and, you know, just sit back and, um, you know, strategize and get your plans together for what you're going to do once it open back up, because it definitely will, inshallah. God will. Yeah, like, um, by the way, Free, I, um, while I've been in here, I've had, like, I started out with one goal, which was I've never grown a beard more than, like, uh, a week. Like, that, that, that was the longest I've ever done. And so my, my plan was to do, like, a Unabomber beard, but maybe I'll do, like, um, a Philly beard. So I, I was wondering if you had any tips on how to grow, like, my best beard. I got I got beard cream. I got a product called Best Beard Cream. If you shoot me an address, I'll send you some, and then it'll help you out tremendously. There we Yo, go. I appreciate that. That's yeah, what we that like, right? Yeah. That's that's not exactly product. why I invited everybody, you on here, but it is why. www.bestbeardcream.com and get y'all some beard cream. But I got you. Shoot me an address, and I'll send you some, and it'll definitely help promote your beard growth for sure. Thank you very much. All nat- and it's all natural. All right. Well, my other goal was to grow a ponytail. So, <laughs> do you have any any tips for growing yeah, a ponytail? I'm with that. It'll, work, it'll work on your ponytail too. Ponytail grow too. hair. Yo, listen, uh, guys, we love you. Stay strong out there. Stay healthy and stay indoors. Um, neat. Happy birthday, free. We'll talk right, to you guys you, soon. All right. Take care. Okay. Thank you, Eric. All right. Thank you. How y'all look? Shout out to Freeway, shout out to Neef Buck, shout out to Mouse Jones, and shout out to our guy Jenks. Jeff, we are back tomorrow. Yes, there's a lot of pointing. <laughs> As always, guys, now for real, for real. Sure, sure. See you guys tomorrow. <laughs>